It's just you and I today on the podcast. We're going to look back at some of the highlights of the last 60 episodes and tell you about some of the ones coming over the next few weeks and months. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if it's not, I'd like to welcome you to the show and for your interest and time in listening in today. We have reached 60 episodes with 40 more to go until episode 100, which, according to my calculations, will be on the 13th of August in 2020. This is episode 60 of the Training Business Podcast. Hey, and welcome to the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Every week, we bring you exciting news and interviews with training business experts and training business entrepreneurs from around the world. Thanks for tuning into today's episode. Here's your host, Mark Garrett Hayes. Hi. As I said before the music, today it's just you and I, and we're going to be looking back at highlights of the last 60 episodes and a quick preview of some of the guests appearing on the show in the rest of 2019 and into 2020. So the first thing I'd like to do today is to cast my mind back to an episode recorded way back in 2018, and according to my records, that was on August the 11th of 2018. And that was the primary, or the, shall we say, the initial episode with my friend Ryan Varga. Ryan is a trainer from Cape Town in South Africa. I used to be his manager. In fact, I was learning and development manager for a while uh, with a company with offices in both Dublin and in Cape Town. And I had the pleasure of working with Ryan. And it was therefore my greatest pleasure to have him as the guest, the first guest on the first episode of the show back in August 2018. In episode two, Pete Starr talked to us about how he agonized over the decision of whether to become a trainer and then whether to pursue work as an associate trainer or whether to work with his own clients. And in fact, he decided to do the latter, to chase his own clients and has built a successful business doing so. So if that's something on your mind right now as you listen to this, what are the merits of leaving a job and going into training, if that's your passion, this is a story which really might appeal to you. Episode two with Pete Starr. Episode three was with Bart Brammer, a guy from the USA who is a technical trainer based in Tennessee. He's a freelance technology trainer. And he talked about how he prefers to work not with his own clients, but with a large training company called Training Associates and why that particular formula works for him. Episode four was with Andy Lopata, who is the author of Recommended, a book published by the Financial Times, telling us how you and I, as people, professional service providers, can win business through networking and being recommended, and how to go about doing that. Episode five was our first episode recorded with someone from India. That's a huge market with huge potential, and it's something I hope to do again soon, interview someone from India. Massive country, massive population, and a massively uh, growing training business market in all kinds of areas. So Suman Kerr was the guest on that show, and she told us how she makes social media work for her training business, posting regularly in platforms like LinkedIn. Episode six was with Katie Caselli, who's a regular listener to the show. Hi, Katie. And she's an industrial and organizational psychologist, and she has written a book and built a brand called Building Giants, 
fantastic name and tells us in that episode how getting public speaking gigs has helped her to generate new clients. If that's something that might appeal to you, listen back to that episode, episode six with Katie Caselli. Episode seven was with Kevin Yates, who is a recognized expert in training evaluation. At the time of recording, Kevin was working uh, with responsibility, I think, for learning systems for McDonald's headquarters in Chicago in the U.S., And in that episode, he tells us how you can use analytics to prove the effectiveness and return on investment of your learning programs. Always a very important conversation to be able to practice and have when people say, how do I know that your training programs work? Episode eight was with Karen Winfield, who is Global Operations Director of a company called PD Training in Australia. And she runs a global business of approximately 300 trainers, freelance or associate trainers. And she tells us in that episode how and what she looks for in prospective trainers, the process she goes through in hiring them and interviewing them. And that's really fascinating how that works. Episode nine was with Silke Körner from Germany, who is a recent uh, entrepreneur. She has now co-founded a training consultancy based in Germany and talks to us about experiential learning. In episode 10, we had Michael Verardi from Limassol, in Cyprus. Michael is a motivational speaker and took time to tell us how he actually goes about generating new clients using public speaking, a bit like Katie. But he finds that by working with universities on their campuses, he frequently is invited back when those people graduate from that university, go to companies into the corporate world, and then think of a motivational speaker who's helped them in the past. And guess what? They call on Michael. Episode 11 was with Shelley. I've worked with Shelley in a previous capacity a number of years ago, delivering Microsoft training for her. I used to be a Microsoft certified trainer. Um, Episode 12 was with Sandy Chernoff from Vancouver, a former dental assistant, dental hygienist assistant, who went on to become a leadership and soft skills communication trainer. And that's a wonderful story full of anecdotes over several decades of how she has made that business work for her. Episode 13 was with Jade Luke, someone I've worked with previously in San Francisco on a sales project. And Jade is a self-employed trainer, a co-owner in a business, family business, in fact, training business, focused on customer service. So that's something that was quite useful because Jade talked to me about how she makes Google ads help her work or how she gets Google ads to help her to generate new leads online. And that's something we're definitely going to go back and look at in a future episode dedicated to Google ads. How do Google ads work for you? Because if you're not using them, it's something you should be thinking about. Episode 14 was with Lottie Hearn, who is a passionate live streamer. And in this episode, she tells you how you can help live streaming or get live streaming on Facebook Uh, particularly on Facebook, to help get your name out there. Exposure on the internet via live streaming is something very topical these days. Episode 15 and 16 were with me, where I was talking you through my experience of cold call, excuse me, cold calling, and how that actually is something that many people feel uncomfortable with or about, but it's something that really can help you to get clients quickly if you're willing to put up with no's and go out there and get conversations going. Episode 17 was a coaching call with a guy called Mark Houlihan, 
who contacted me asking, could I help him to decide whether he could or should invest in something like MBTI or uh, Insights Discovery or uh, Hogan or one of those psychometric profiling tools and how he'd go about deciding which one is best for him. That was a long conversation, I think about an hour long. The next one, episode 18, was with Andrew Tilling, a friend of mine. I'm doing a project right now with Andrew. And in this episode, he goes back to a time when he went through a personal tragedy and kind of lost his way. And now is helping people, and in doing so as a trainer, helping himself. Episode 19 was with Gab Galassi, a psychologist and board member of the Association for Business Psychology in London, and he talks to us as a former BBC employee why he left corporate and got into the training side of things. Episode 20 was a planning episode where it was just you and I talking about what you needed to do to prepare for the training business year ahead. That was back in December 2018, in fact. And it's something I want to do again this year, which is to have some kind of planning episode where we go through a series of questions to prepare for the next training business year, which at the time of recording in November 2019 will be the business year 2020. Okay, the next episode 21 was how do I get hired as an associate trainer, where I took through maybe some ideas or five steps, in fact, to stand out and get hired as an associate trainer. And logically, episode 22 was about how you keep on getting work once you've been hired as an associate trainer. Episode 23 was with Jilly Thompson from Manchester in the UK. And she, as a sales trainer, just like I am, talks to us how about how she's actually now developing her own training content as courses online and selling them online and making passive income. And that's something we're definitely going to go into in another episode. And the reason is that there are lots of software uh, models or products out there like Thinkific, Kajabi, Teachable, to name just three, which help you or enable you to build your own modules, your own videos, your own PDFs, uh, and upload them into a course format and sell that online through a website. So that's something I'm sure some of you are thinking, hey, I could do with that kind of money. Of course you could. And that's an episode we're going to focus on that topic in. Episode 24 was with Catherine McEwen, a resilience trainer from Australia. Uh, that was the second call with Australia. Episode 8 was with um, Karen uh, about from PD Training. And uh, Australia is a country which fascinates me. I think there's a lot of really interesting projects, uh, technology, and brands going on. And I have a couple of uh, contacts I'm going to reach out to again in 2019 and 2020 and get them on the show. Uh, the reason I found Catherine's interview interesting, and you might too, is because resilience is a very hot topic right now. And that kind of links to an episode yet to come, which I'll describe to you, uh, about uh, mental health. And that's something close to my heart for a bunch of reasons, uh, not least thinking of the episode where I interviewed Andrew, which uh, was something very, very personal. And I know a lot of trainers actually find a benefit in training and helping other people. And in doing so, it helps them to combat their own kind of maybe feelings of inadequacy uh, and helps them to validate themselves. The fact that the, the 
idea they're helping other people helps them to help themselves. Episode 25 was with Petra Fischer from the Netherlands or Holland. And in that episode, she talks about how you can get your basics right on LinkedIn with your profile and why that's going to help you to be found. Episode 26, uh, that was an episode just you and I, where we talked about five ways, five things you could do, practically speaking, to boost your training business for the next quarter. Always a good thing to think of what can I do differently to get new clients in if things I'm doing right now aren't working. Episode 27 was with Kristen Grant from New York. And in that episode, she talks us through the ways you can actually protect your intellectual property. In other words, your training slides, your workbooks, uh, your ebooks, all that kind of thing is your intellectual property. So Kristen tells us how you can protect it and why you should do so. Episode 28 was an episode with just you and I preparing for a client meeting. How do we go about doing that? Four areas to think about or prepare in to be able to win your next training contract. And logically, episode 29, 10 questions to ask yourself before starting your training business. Is it right for you? How do you know if you are training material? How do you know if you're the kind of person who can make a training business work? 10 questions to help you to decide that. Episode 30 was with Nick Martin, uh, co-founder, in fact, founder, I should say, CEO and founder of workshopbank.com. That's workshopbank.com. And Nick has a very successful business from Denmark, where he has, over the years, accumulated a range of workshop materials and decided to dedicate a website to just that, providing successful workshop materials, which you as a trainer can download and use in your training events. As a coach, as a consultant, lots of material on that website, all kinds of programs that you might be familiar with, things like uh, SWOT analysis, how to run a SWOT analysis workshop, or something I've done quite a bit of in 2019, negotiation training, and games like Prisoner's Dilemma, Reds and Blues, etc. So how to run one of those, the slides, uh, the setup guide, all of that's available from the website workshopbank.com. Okay, episode 31, that was with um, the former head of training worldwide for Facebook. And at the time of recording, he was on the cusp of leaving Facebook. But during that time, he was responsible for all Facebook training across all locations in Facebook outside of North America. So he talked about the the kind of uh, thoughts or the, the consideration he went through to decide whether to leave and then how to start up his own training business. Again, another episode which I think you'll find fascinating if you're leaving the corporate world and thinking of starting one. Episode 32 and 33 were focused on how you negotiate price. Not so much how to set price, but the kind of value conversation to have with yourself and others so that when you actually come to the topic of price, you're pretty clear on how you have actually gotten to that point. How do you actually create value in someone's mind? So when you place a price in front of someone, they have no objection to that price because you've kind of walked them through a process of realizing you are valuable and your products are, are equally valuable. Episode 34, how to stand out as an associate trainer. And I took a couple of tips from my book, uh, 21 Tips to Succeed as a Freelance Trainer, tips about how to write your profile and why you should be making videos. Episode 35 with Joe Ellen Grip from Impact Factory in London. And Joe Ellen 
began a very well-known training business in London called Impact Factory with her co-founder Robin Chandler back in the 90s. And that business has withstood all kinds of problems or challenges, not least a recession, and of course then other challenges which often emerge in the course of a training business. But across three decades, it's been a wonderful story of, of of success in the face of adversity. And Jo Allen is someone I came across, or rather her business I came across, in the in-flight magazine of British Airways. And I found that interesting. How and why did she and Robin decide that was a place to advertise? And it's worked for them. And that's why that's a very interesting story to listen to, episode 35 with Jo Allen. Episode 36, how to get more leads through public speaking. Episode 37, what to do when you don't win a training contract. Very good question. How do you actually not beat yourself up? What are 10 things you can do to learn the lesson, get some feedback from the prospect who said no to you, or at least not now, and then prepare yourself for the next training bid. Okay, I know that's something that hurts sometimes being told no, but you need to learn the lessons and prepare for the next success. Episode 38 was with Maureen Hotchner, who is starting her own mental health training business. That's the episode I alluded to a few moments ago, mental health, and that's something we'll definitely come back to. But Maureen in that episode kind of talks, that's the second coaching call, by the way, of of the season. And Maureen talks to us about the kinds of dilemma she's facing in terms of generating her own client, coming away from working with other companies and now going out and getting her own direct training clients, how to do that and why um, that is sometimes not so straightforward in her business world. Episode 39 was something which I think we'll come back to again, which is the software and websites which can help you in your training business, quite a few of them. And because this is an ever-changing topic, it's something we need to refresh in the future. Episode 40 was about TAP certification. So frequently, if you go to a company and they say, hang on a sec, before we let you loose and train our people, how do we know you have a formal training qualification. Are you competent to stand up in front of our people and deliver an effective training program? Have you been tested or evaluated? And that's what episode 40 is about. It's a UK-based training trader or traders certification called TAP. And it's the equivalent of the US one ATD, which is from the Association of Training Development. We'll have someone from ATD on the show in 2020. But TAP is a UK certification. It's something I have. And I find that many companies, when looking at, say, a training team I'm part of, will ask me or ask the training provider, or sometimes me as a learning and development manager, I would have asked in the past, what training certification do you have so that I know you understand learning theory, how to design a program, how to evaluate the success of a program. And that's what something like TAP certification or ATD certification gives you. Now, there are a range of them around the world, but there are two big ones that uh, I've encountered. Uh, I have a third, but we'll not go into that for now. Episode 41 with Andrew Silito, how he's developed a successful corporate training brand and at the same time is developing a personal coaching brand. Why is he doing that and how is he making that work? Episode 42 was with Kevin McGrath from a website called beacon.by. And again, go back and look at the show notes if you want to. Interesting episode because it's all about how lead magnets or ebooks or free guides and checklists can help you convert anonymous visitors to your website into people you can open a conversation with by giving them something in exchange for their email address. 
Episode 43 was how you can actually get 2019 back on track. And the reason we did that was because halfway through this year in July, I thought it would be a good idea to have a kind of retrospective and say those goals that we set together back in 2018, did you actually get those to work? Did you accomplish the goals you set for yourself? And that's something I've got to do with myself all the time. Am I actually keeping my word to myself? So that's a kind of an honesty exercise back in episode 43. Episode 44 was with Tim Robbins, who is a master NLP practitioner in the UK. And he talked to us about his definition of NLP, why he qualified as a master NLP practitioner, and whether it's worthwhile investing in that for your training business. Episode 45 was with Lisa Hughes, who has come out of the corporate world in Dublin, a very successful career, in fact, with telecoms companies and others, and decided then to go in to her own training business and why she did that and how she's made that work for her. Episode 46 with a friend of mine called David McDermott, who runs a training business focused on financial services in London and Edinburgh and other parts of the world. I've worked with David before and how he actually, together with his wife, Tina, built this business up called Edomitis, focusing on clients such as banks, uh, companies in insurance and so on. And that's a very successful story across three decades. Dave Kirpin was our guest on episode 47. Dave is a published author, has a book called How You Should or Could Master the Art of People. And mastering the art of people, in fact, and how having better and more rewarding relationships with the people who pay for your training products and services is, of course, a good idea. Episode 48 with, was with Dale Beaumont, who talks to us about how he, as an extremely successful coach and training business owner in Australia, has built a multi-million dollar business, and why and how you should invest in things like seminars and how you can get online and sell products online and how that's worked for him and the business area in which he operates. So really, really cool guy, Dale. And his website and his links are mentioned in that show. He also has lots of videos on YouTube, by the way, so check those out too. Episode 49 was with a guy called Chris Crosby, who co-founded a business helping large organizations with cross-cultural training. And that entrepreneurial journey with Chris was described in episode 49. And in episode 50, we had Wendy Kirkpatrick. Now, if you've heard of the Kirkpatrick evaluation model, and if you are a trainer who's been through a train the training program, you more than likely have. This was a fantastic episode, the big five zero episode 50 with Wendy Kirkpatrick. And she is the, um, well, she is, shall we say, the co-owner of Kirkpatrick Partners. And Kirkpatrick Partners is the, the firm which was born out of the work of Don Kirkpatrick, the legendary Don Kirkpatrick. And she and Jim Kirkpatrick together wrote a book all about training evaluation. And the reason I'm fumbling around looking in the background here is because I have a copy of that book in my hand. And that's signed by Wendy and Jim Kirkpatrick. And guess what? I have three copies. I'm going to be giving them away very soon. And more news about that coming up very shortly. Episode 51 was with Chris Ducker, another great guy. Chris 
uh, is a multi-millionaire and has done so by building a personal brand and tells us in that episode how you can take your expertise and experience and make money from building a personal brand online. Chris every year has a successful summit in London called the Youpreneur Summit. I've been along there. It's taking place not uh, a couple of days away, in fact, as I speak in November 2019, and it's on every year in London. So that's something you might want to look at again next year in 2020. Episode 53 was with CEO and co-founder, of findcourses.com and that's a website think of it like um, think of it like Google for uh, training courses it's a website where you can register courses that you provide for free which helps people to find them on Google and if you want to pay for the services there are advanced services where you can host uh, and get feedback on your courses from delegates that's findcourses.com episode 54 with the legendary Sir Ken Robinson Sir Ken uh, has delivered one of the most successful TEDx talks of all time. I think it's been viewed over 47 million times. And he talks to us about the importance of education for our children because they're the people who will be delivering the future of the world. So a wonderful episode. If you've not seen Sir Ken's TEDx talk on YouTube or TEDx, it's something I think you'll really, really enjoy. He has impeccable comedic or comedy timing, but also passionate ability to talk about a subject very close to his heart. So as someone in the training business or education business, that's something I would highly recommend listening to that episode. Episode 55 with Oren Claff, a best-selling author who has written a book called Pitch Anything and a book recently called Flip the Switch. All about, or rather flip the pitch, all about how you can, in fact it is flip the switch, all about how you can actually take your sales pitch and using business psychology, uh, convince people why you should be listened to and why your proposal should be taken seriously. Now, I'm not perhaps doing that uh, very, uh, great justice, that book, but I've just finished reading it recently and I couldn't put it down. And the good news is we have a couple of copies of Oren's book and we'll be delivering those to you or rather to lucky w- winners of a contest which we'll be holding shortly. Episode 56 was with Nick Smallman, who tells us the story of how he began working voices and how that business has grown from one person back in the 90s all the way to 50 people now across a range of countries. So if you're interested again in the entrepreneurial journey, that's something you might want to check out. Episode 57 was with Grant Cardone, and Grant is the rock star of sales training. He's written a fantastic book called The 10X Rule, and the last time I checked that book out to get some copies for you guys as listeners, uh, it, it had been sold out. So we will have signed copies from Grant in a future episode, and once I get my hands on those, I will let you know. So Grant is literally a rock star in sales training and has loads of videos. Check those out on YouTube. And I hope to have him back on a future episode of the show. Episode 58 was with Kyle Rackey and CEO Kyle Rackey has a website called proposify.com. And that focuses on software, which you can use to actually save time and generate prospects, proposals for prospects and get them to them 
and get them electronically signed rather than doing what I've always done, which is generating them through uh, some software like uh, Microsoft Word and doing them by hand. So Proposify.com will save you time and money. Obviously, it costs money to sign up for it, but that's something that I'm going to use uh, very soon. Episode 59, last week's episode, was with CEO Philippe Riveron, who tells the Learning Tribe's success story, how he grew, together with his wife, a training business from just two people, to a team of 600 people internationally. And of course, today's episode is episode 60. Now, what is next? Well, guess what? In a few episodes' time, we have Ken Blanchard. Ken is the owner or co-founder of the Ken Blanchard Companies, and together with his wife, he built that business over a couple of decades. And his famous book, and you've more than likely heard of this series of books, The One Minute Manager, and he's also the creator of Situational Leadership too. So if you're a fan of Situational Leadership, that's an episode I would check out very soon. We'll also have Alan Weiss on the show shortly. And Alan is the author of The Million Dollar Consultant, perhaps the most successful book that you can buy and the most helpful book I found on how to build a brand as a consultant, how to build a business as a consultant, a learning and development or training or coaching consultant. Nathan Barry will be on the show too soon. He's the creator of ConvertKit, and that's a, a piece of software used by some of the world's top brands to help them to collect email addresses and to build their email list. And that's something I really, really think is important as a training business owner, as a learning and development consultant business owner, how do you actually get people on your website to give you their email address so you can open a conversation with them? So ConvertKit or ConvertKit is a software as a service which will help you to do that, to build your email list like gangbusters. Okay, Brennan Dunn will be on this show very soon as well. Brennan Dunn, I want to have on the show for a range of reasons, not least. He is the creator of a course that I'm currently a student of called The Blueprint. And he's built a number of courses, launching a one, one this week, in fact, helping people to use ConvertKit very successfully to grow their email list. But Brennan also has a course called Double Your Freelancing, a very successful course helping freelancers to build a freelancing business. So that's something we'll talk to, to Brennan about in that episode. Right, who else is on the show? Uh, we also have someone called Jeb Blunt. And Jeb is the CEO of Sales Gravy and the author of several books in sales. And because I'm a sales trainer, this is something very pertinent to me. And because you're a business owner, sales is something and should be something which is of great interest to you. He has written a book called Fanatical Prospecting, which I found very, very helpful. A book called Sales EQ, and of course, a book focused on objections. How do you, how do you deal with them? How do you uh, anticipate them? How do you overcome them? And as a salesperson, as a business owner, it's something we should be very adept at doing, answering questions from people who ask us questions about our training business programs and services. And then Matt Dixon, again, someone in the area of sales. If you are a sales trainer or read uh, books on or literature on sales, you'll have heard of Matt Dixon because he's the co-author of a famous book called The Challenger Sale. And that's a book I came across a number of years ago. I'm reading it again at the moment because it's very pertinent to a working uh, project. I'm at a sales conference in Warsaw right now as I'm recording this. That's why I'm a bit hoarse and speaking rather quickly. Um, but that's a book that um, has come up 
in conversation with a, run, a bunch of salespeople we have in the room at the moment in this conference talking about complex sales. And the challenger sale is a large part of the methodology that we're using. It's influenced us hugely. And it's one of the best selling books on sales methodology, perhaps in the last 30 years. So that's a view of the last 60 episodes and a preview of a couple of the episodes coming up very soon. So again, forgive me if I sound uh, a bit hoarse or like Barry White today. It's because my voice is a bit wrecked uh, from doing all the talking yesterday. But we have lots more coming up and I cannot wait to share these interviews with you, a couple of episodes with me as solo episodes. But there are people coming up you've not yet heard of perhaps or people you have heard of and people you should have heard of, in fact, and will hear of because they will be on the show. Some fantastic names including the ones I've mentioned and also the ones I've not mentioned. And those are episodes we will lock in and bring to you in 2019 and 2020. So a couple of weeks left before the end of the year. Um, you can expect to see more training business success stories in sales, marketing, technology, training business owners on the show galore, because I really want to focus on those stories, how people have taken their ideas and built a successful training, coaching, learning and development consultancy brand. And I want to focus on the things that can help you to do the same, to start to grow, to start to scale and to grow your training business. So if they're the kinds of topics you want to hear more about, please let me know. And with that, we've reached the end of today's episode, episode 60. It's been lovely to have had your listenership again this week to look back with me at the last 60 episodes. So thank you to all the guests who've given of their time freely and shared stories and tips, ideas, and their experience with me and of course with you as our listeners. So thank you again for tuning in again this week to the show. The podcast would not be the same and could not be the same without you and your continued support. Please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts because this helps us to promote the show and to attract the kinds of guests whose success story can help you with yours. You can check out the podcast, and you know this by now, on Apple Podcasts, on Stitcher, on Spotify, and I believe on a couple of other platforms which I'm coming across increasingly. And of course, on our website, which will be launched soon, I promise you, on trainingbusiness.com. We're working with a developer now to get the final few glitches and hitches out of the way and get that website live. It's long overdue. My apologies. So please continue to listen to us and support us on those platforms. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher and Spotify. We're of course on Twitter, on Facebook and Instagram. So you can check us out there and join the conversation on our social media platforms. So please keep an eye out for competitions and for future announcements. This is Mark signing off from Warsaw on episode 60 of the Training Business Podcast. Fresh episode next Thursday. Until then, have a great week. Bye for now. once more for listening to this episode of the trainingbusiness.com podcast. Go to trainingbusiness.com and subscribe right now to be notified of great competitions, upcoming VIP episodes, and amazing special offers to help you succeed in your training business. See you next time.